Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. This is your host Chris here with Ro and Brandon, and we are here to review the film Bones and All. A Marin, a young woman, learns how to survive on the... This, this IMDb synopsis might be the worst synopsis I've seen. Marin, a young woman, learns how to survive on the margins of society. I, huh? I, that's I, it? I, that's it. That's terrible. I, 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 it's all black. What? <laughs> Wait. I, I, okay, did you say we are we in front of the wall or behind it? We're in front of behind it. it? Let's move. You want to move behind it? All right. Um, welcome back to welcome back to spoiler. Welcome, welcome back to MTR Premium Network. This is a spoiler review for Bones and All. This is the first time in history that we've ever changed what what what. Where we put the, the show based off of how terrible the synopsis for the IMDb is. What the <laughs> fuck kind of synopsis is that for this film? It's I mean, it's just, the only way you can get it if you don't want to spoil. No, that's, no, you, they, I don't know. No, I feel like that's no, what you, you, they, you do want your movie to spoil. I, nobody's going to go see it. I'm pretty sure that the jacket that they sent us then to us had a better synopsis than this, and that wasn't even really spoiler. I like. There's much better stuff. That, that is just that's the that worst IMDb. That was deeply lazy. That is the laziest IMDb. Who writes IMDb? Ugh. I don't know who's lazier. The person who writes IMDb synopsises or the editors for James Cameron's films. Cause I just you know, I'm no, gonna say that. I'm gonna say that for no, I gotta that. I'm gonna, Whoever I'm gonna say has that. to edit his films, I feel really, really bad for them because they work 25 hour days on those projects. Do they cut anything? They, well, y'all, I don't see it till Monday. Don't do they that. have do to think. Imagine, okay, Chris, imagine if every podcast you did, you sat and went through and perfected it like it was a legit radio show. Took out all the O's, the O's, the U's, cut it up, put it back together piece by piece. The whole three hour show, every time. I feel really bad for his editors. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So anyway, we, we we'll we'll save that one for next week. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of this film? Oh, I think I'm going to be in the minority for opinion, but I like Bones and all. I think it's uh, just creepy. I think it's weird. I love Mark Rylance, so I'm always here for him and all of his twisted. Now that we're behind the paywall, serial killer glory. Um. But I'm also slightly discombobulated because this is an adaptation of a book. And I'm deeply uncomfortable with how much that Luca worked very hard to try to turn this into a love story instead of a road movie about some cannibals. And just leaned into the whole, these hoes are some cannibals. What y'all think? I think the um, director needs to be in a watch list somewhere. I text, I text you that, guys. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, this motherfucker needs to be put on all the watch lists, and I need answers. I mean, I guess it makes it a little bit better because it's just it's an adaptation. But like, who, no, who, him and him and the person who read the book need to be on a watch fucking list. Uh, cross cross country cannibal road trip is boring. I'm sorry, it's it is fucking boring, and like. My pops was here watching with me, and we both, the way it opened up, we both were like, oh, this is going to be good. And then, like, an hour later, <laughs> we were like, when is the good going to start? Because 
but despite it having creepy characters and really good acting from those characters, there's just a lot of there's a lot, there's a lot of moments for me where it's like I felt like something was gonna happen and then nothing happened, and they just get back in the car and start driving. Yeah, that's that's like, the part where I say I wish they had just gone ahead and leaned all the way into you know the teenage cannibal portion of the movie, and then. I kind of feel like they put some things out there that like were interesting concepts, like the like literally the title, and then didn't really go into it. They explained it, but it didn't kind of come to fruition visually for me in the film. I get that they, I guess they did it at the end, but I was also just kind of like, I don't know, bro. This is. That's the thing that bothered like me. The camera yeah. away, it, right? Like, like, like they let it happen, but they turned the camera away, and that's kind yeah. of the thing you've been waiting for the whole film because they put it out there like, once this happens, the whole euphoric experience of cannibalism changes you and like become part of Voltron or some shit. And I'm like, word, let me see what happens, and then you don't. I <laughs> you don't though. It's, this feels Just honestly, honestly, this Voltron. feels like a direct adaptation from. A, a young or youth drama or whatever you want, a young adult drama book where they can just oh. kind of do it like this. And because the kids reading it might not really be looking for anything deeper, they're just kind of like, oh, it's a romance okay, about so cannibals. I'm completely for it. That's and they, they directly probably adapted it. They actually and, did not directly adapt it. And that is what is wrong with Lucas' movie. Okay, well then, good for the book because that um, this film immediately made me go fuck that book. No, <laughs> like, I mean the whole point. Yeah, I'm, I mean you're right. This is this is has one of the best openings of a movie, especially for something that's supposed to lean into the macabre that I've seen in a minute. Because like I love Misa Taylor, but I would like to make sure Taylor is in therapy now because you know she's a little convincing. But they changed some things, and I feel like. Some of the movie that we should have gotten, we only got from the disembodied narrator who is her father. Mm -hmm. And I felt like some of that stuff was the more interesting things, like the things, there was a lot of tell instead of show. So I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you. But part of what does, part of what drags the pace, part of the stuff that they took out were the changes that Luca made to this story to focus more away from just her. Like, he changed the narrative. She's looking for her mother. In the book, she's looking for her father. Mm -hmm. And the things that happen and the choices that she makes in the book because she's looking for her dad, who's just dead. They did do the whole abandonment thing. That, that was dead ass on. Um, but some of those moments where you have drag, there's other things that were happening where she was in some of these towns. And, you know, before she runs into, you know, the the first other eater she meets. and there was there were there's more, but I I like this movie, but what I like about this movie is I liked what it looked like. I liked the fact that he didn't give a he didn't care about the 180, you know, dynamic setups about what you're supposed to do with angles and how you're supposed to arrange people in a shot. I liked how he did that. I liked all the movement that was happening with the set pieces, and you're right. I liked a lot of the ideas. And I didn't necessarily need to see everybody eating people because one scene where they showed him in the room with the old lady upstairs, I need 
waited like eight minutes after that and I didn't get it because there's no intermission. But I thought the movie was too slow for them to have thinned out the story that they did. And I felt like they did too much talking. And I feel like some of the things that were supposed to be getting in this quiet part about Mare, the lead, he bled out because he wanted to make more room for Tim Lee because he's a dude. And, and he's also the producer, one of the producers on this, isn't he? Uh, his name was in that it was in that credit sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like pretty sure. it, it, it to me it's it's all the middle, right? Because like you said, the opening draws you in. It it did to me too. You know, I'm watching this going like, oh, what is this shit? What's going on? Then she bites a chick's finger off. I'm like, oh. Oh, and her dad got to pack him up and, it make, and he's like, not again. They're like, wait, again? This bitch be doing this right. shit? I'm like, okay, cool. We're going to do this. Then you just get, and even, even the first time she meets Sully, you're like, okay, okay. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. And then you kind of just start dragging. And you don't really, it's not honestly until Sully shows up again that you're like, okay. And then they, they bring it at the end and you're like, okay, so you got a beginning and you get an end, but the middle is kind of boring and, and it shouldn't be because they also have the, the two that they meet at that one point, you know, when, when, um, when Marin and, uh, 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 um, and Lee meet the other, the other two, the, and the one that's not even like really an eater, but it's like almost like an eater hanger on her. Right. He's like, he's but, a and, and it's like, and it's like, okay, cool. So we're going to talk. Nope. We're not going to. Okay. How do you not do something with that scene besides <sighs> just have them scared and run off? That's what, like, scenes like that right. piss me off. It's just because there was yeah. so much build up to it. Right. And mm-hmm. then nothing happened. Because, like, nothing the, happened. the, the, the every the, scene, though. The, and the problem is, like, this film has almost like a sci fi element to it because of how they set up what it means to be an eater and all this other stuff, right? But then it decides to give you the most boring middle you could add. And you're just like, but that's not what, like, there's so much more, there's so much more richness here. There's so much more you could do. And so I'm kind of like in between both of you guys. I, I don't really like the movie, but I don't like hate it. It's just one of those disappointments for no, I me. I hate the movie. Right. It, I don't hate the movie. Okay. It's it's just yeah yeah no I don't hate okay it. It, it just it, to me it's just one of those it's uh you you it's forgettable honestly. right it's just yeah fucking forgettable yeah like, it's super forgettable and that's sad because of how it starts and how many strong scenes it does have in it that they just drop the ball on they I think they just drop the ball and it's like once she gets on that bus bro like it that's what the movie is like the movie yeah. has the same law as sitting and riding it's on a, a bus Graham bus ride you know you know what you know what it is you know what it is you know what it is it is going to sound fucked up the rest of the movie the middle of the movie has me feeling like sully yo we dried off together what are you doing like we 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 oh. connected we connected at the beginning we connected what are you doing and then since there as an audience you're chasing after this movie going like but we were together what is this you're right you made me promises you made me some promises we we connected we together now i don't know what you two like and yeah. honestly that is what the problem with this film is like i feel like sully i'm like but nah man you 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 got me hooked and now you're going to do this 
Nah. I blame Luca. I'm not gonna lie. I really feel like I really feel like on one level, his he could he couldn't get out of his way. Like he wanted a love story so bad. Yeah. And that's the, the least that interesting I, part of this film. The least interesting the part of this absolute film. least interesting part of this film. And I feel like he felt like he needed to strip down the story. So we we didn't have any choice but to focus on their developing relationship. But that's a lot of what I feel like what happens when people feel like they need to quote elevate YA material. Like the relationships that develops is a lot about the fact she's super shy. Partially because, you know, every time she opens her mouth, it's not that skeletons fall out, it's that she won't eat somebody. But the other part is like she's been raised really sheltered. Her dad has zero idea what to do with her. And he can't trust her. Like, you know, can, and can I, I feel just, like can, those can just, elements say, and those parts. Andre wasn't even on the screen for the most, the man who played her father. And he had very compelling presence. And and they blended in those. Can I just say real quick, real quick? Yeah. You made the right choices. <gasps> you got you got you gotta leave that. You got you gotta leave her. I ain't I ain't part of that. I, I mean, at least he waited till she was 18. So right, 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 right. You got you know what? You gotta lock your door tonight. Right, just because just you never know. He's a cassette player. Yeah, you leave a cassette player. Thoughts. You sneak out the door. Nigga, you do the right thing. Like you, you got to figure this shit out. Like you, <laughs> you will. Oh, you I'm listen. Surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised he stayed there through her childhood because he was like, she was eating kids at birthday parties and camps, and I was like, but, bro, and you was all the police and, and, in the house with her. And that's why I'm with Ro. Like, it's his presence throughout the entire film, but then also. When they started focusing on the love story, he also then disappears. Even from as that narrator, even as that part, mm-hmm. that part disappears. And I'm like, but that's interesting. As he's telling her, as she's listening to that cassette tape, again, like you said, and when when, when Chalamet shows up, all of a sudden she's not listening to that tape, and you're no longer getting those backstories. Like they were so compelling with him telling her what he uh, what she used to do, and like the kids that disappeared, and the fact that this is a whole ass cannibal serial killer from child from childhood right you don't even need to see those scenes they don't even need to do flashbacks to those scenes but those are compelling because the way he's telling those scenes and then they just stop doing it and you're just yeah, like but, oh, come on but, but and, and i don't i get it but i don't get it i i really i really feel like there's something i don't know what's going on but i feel like on some level We've either got filmmakers right now who are making stories who they feel like they need us to beat us over the head with their point and force us into their self-indulgent nostalgia, or they're so afraid you're going to fixate on something that they didn't think was important, that when they're translating or they're writing their story, they're, they're, they're focused on the wrong thing. And they stripped the story to bear. Like Taylor Russell as Marin is is amazing. Like she's shy, but also deeply ruthless. You know, uh, she's got a really calm center, but she also like when she don't know what to do, be afraid. Timothy Chalamet as Lee. This is the first time I've actually believed him fully sitting in a character. I don't know if it was the dirty jeans or the fact that this nigga never washed his face off after eating somebody. Like, it was no big deal. But he had a compelling backstory, and we don't get that in a dynamic way. 
like when you finally start finding out why he's zigzagging across the road and not staying home they've bled some of the interest out of it because they're trying so hard to make you care about this weird ass thing it like they're eight they're not romeo and juliet they're they eat people and uh, then but, i don't know i don't know bro there's just like there's so many points in this film that were just anticlimactic like it did her meeting her mother finally and the actors that they had for those scenes make it even worse. Like, Chloe, despite the fact that they dropped the ball, still kills that scene and can't say a mm-hmm. word, right? And don't have no hands. Like, she still captures your attention in that moment. And you want to understand her character more. But, mm-hmm. no, that, that scene lasts two, three minutes tops. The whole and setup with her mom, Jessica, played by Jessica Harper, undersold. Yes. Like, there are all these stories that the... Okay, this, this is literally a film where there are a bunch of stories that were not being shown. Some of them were being told, but visually, they'd be so much more compelling, and this is a fucking movie. We're not being shown, thing. Yeah. And I don't it's be- know it's why. It's because they're selling... I there's, I, you know why, man. It's because they're selling the love story between Lee and Marin. And even though the story is supposed to be centered on Marin... If you're following Marin's map and her journey from the moment after she gets snatched out of school and she and her dad have to flee into the night and you start to hear her on that tape and understand that this really is her life. And she and then you start to even through the scene with Mark Rylance, when you get through there, the first person who she meets when he says, I smelled you from. I don't know, 20, 30, 40, uh, two miles away and shit. and. And you start to realize that she has she's zero defenseless. It makes that point where her dad is like, you really gonna have to figure it out like your mama did. That makes that hit really different. But all of that has to do with Marin. And then you mm-hmm. add in Lee to the story. They don't bring us in from his point of view. So we're still only seeing him from the outside. They don't ever take us on any journeys of, you know, when they go home for him, we don't follow him outside the house. We stay there with her. So, so much is happening off camera because he wants to try to force you into this little isolated space. And he doesn't understand that the isolation that he's trying to force us to look at this through is too empty. That all the things like you were saying, I kept getting caught up in the stuff and the story. And I won't lie, you know, there were there were moments where I was like, okay, don't flinch. Come on, tell us something. And I was like, okay, well, we're not going to get that. But it was, you know, but it some of it balanced out. But again, yeah, it got you got a disappointment towards the middle, where I was like, okay, so she's in this town. It, we gonna she gonna listen to the tape? It, it, you know, we gonna is she gonna ask anybody about her mama? Is she gonna still be up this boy's ass? Like the whole carnival scene. Mm-hmm. And then what happened when they found out that they had picked a bad target? That was also anticlimactic. I mm-hmm. thought they were going to get caught. They just, again, when it's time to go, they just go. Like, when you get to those points in the story where it's like, okay, it's time to really, like, get into the yeah. story here. We need to do something. And they're like, or we could leave. And they he leave. Know, yeah. Well, because yeah. it, 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 it's like a coming of age. It's, I guess it's, it feels like it's supposed to be a coming of age. Yeah, story like we get these every year, but 
this is one about cannibal kids. And it's like, I don't know if coming, it's a coming of age story where I don't actually think the character really grew much by the end of the film. And that also bothered me. So I didn't learn. I didn't learn anything and I don't know how much she learned. I was going to say that that carnival scene, right? The other thing that's some, it, the, the thing that also bothers me too about how they just do some things is like they don't highlight the importance of some of the things because that scene right there was also her understanding that he was going to kill somebody, right? And that was her first time of really that, of of like, you know, willingly watching somebody else do that, right? Now, she's done it before mm-hmm. and things like that herself and you've never seen Because remember, she kind of was freaking out about Sully possibly killing the old woman. He's like, oh, no, no, I found her like that. You know? Like, right? So she was kind of mm-hmm. oh, like convinced herself that that was okay. But this is her saying, oh, no, 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 this is fine. And then when she finds out this is a man who's bisexual, who who was hiding the fact that he had a, a, a family and a wife and things like that, she feels some kind of way, but then we just move on to the next scene. Right. And I'm like... And that's when things should have... You should have right. sat in that for a minute. Right. And I'm like... So, uh, so, so there's the, the aspect of it's not giving me the film that I thought I was getting, the promise I was giving, you know, giving me my Sully, right? But then there's also then, okay, well, if I go the, the path you're going and I'm going to follow the story you're trying to tell me, even then, you don't sit on the things and, can, and go down the paths that you start going down. You, you give me these moments and then you move on to the next scene. You know, you give me the moment and then you move on to the next scene. And then you do the, and, and then you I go feel on to the like next like scene. He doesn't know how to make a road movie. He doesn't. Yeah, no, they, yeah. bro. That is it. That's exactly what it is. Because this is like you taking a road trip across the country, and you have these are the seven places we are going. These are the seven sites we're going to see across country, and you literally drive up to all of them, look at them, and then go, okay, on to the next one. Like you don't go, you don't get out the car, you don't go inside, you don't explore shit. And that's what he did with this film. It's like something could be going on in there. But we're leaving. Let's go. <laughs> on to the next place. You wanna you wanna it, he opens the door just, just far enough to go like you you you, you see that? It, you know what it reminds me of? It's the um after credit scene of the second Wolverine film, I think, when they show you the actual Wolverine suit that you want to see. And it's like, Yep, you see that suit? Yeah, yeah, you like that? You're never gonna see that shit again. Never All right, let's move on. <laughs> Don't say we didn't show it to you. <laughs> but we should actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guess what that is? Yeah, that's the yeah. Grand Cane. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Going. Going. Yeah. yeah, no time to stop. No time to stop. Ninety minutes. Like I, I hope you got to the bathroom because I ain't stopping again. Thirty, you know, thirty states. Thirty, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. We, we, right. wait, wait to Disney World, guys. That's Disney World right there. Look, look good. Look fun. Yeah, yeah fun. we ain't getting out. We we ain't going out. We still going to Grandma's house. So uh, just just wait. Yeah, but I I mean. I feel, I feel like I watched this movie like super early and I've been sitting on it, waiting on y'all to see this movie. And I'm like, I like this movie, but I'm also disappointed in this movie. And I think I like it because everybody who had a role in it played their role like perfectly. But I I felt like there's so much more that could have been asked of them. But I also feel like, you know, you can't promise me Mark Rylance is sadly sully and then like keep, you know, hold back on me. Like even in the most climatic scene, when that stupid about right. say what? I think I felt like that was the only character they had they enjoyed writing for. 
no, I the just think that's Mark Rylance, page. man. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's on the page. I think it's Mark. Yeah, you're probably right. He probably was like, I'm not actually going to do that. I read the script like, and I like it. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I read. Did you see the outfit? Yeah. Okay, so I like I went back and rewatched the outfit again after I watched Bones and all, and I'm like, no, I think I think it's Mark. I think it's Mark. I don't think I think he just said, okay, this is cool. These are some nice, you know, this is a nice sketch of a character. I got it. Turn the camera on. Yeah, he brought and the he season. Just, <laughs> yeah, like this man did more just standing on a stone wall outside of a house he clearly did not own, where he just ate a woman. Watching a girl drive that like right away on a bus. But it's one of those scenes where you look at him. It's one of those scenes. It's like reminiscent of watching like a Halloween film or a Friday the 13th film where like you're you're on the bus and you're getting away. You're like, yeah, fuck you, Jason. Fuck you, Michael. I'm getting away. And the audience, we're watching. We're going, no, you're not. (laughs) He watching you leave. Yeah. But you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. And when he pops up later, it's like, see? All Somebody that in my movie theater said, he know what she smelled like. And I was like, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah, following did. her across country, watching her. Like, while he's eating other people. Listen, I mean, this movie, this is the thing, th- these are all the things that I found fascinating and interesting about this. And I know that I did that thing that y'all always accuse me of, where I fill in blanks for anything actually there. So I watched this again, and I think it's watching it again so I could talk to y'all that pointed out to me. I was like, these these don't, it doesn't work as a whole movie. There are little vignettes in here that are perfectly formed and are amazingly compelling and really well acted. And the only thing that works from beginning to end is the production and the cinematography and the soundscape and the score. I was going to say the music does. The sound and the music does. Yeah. And I think that carried me through a lot of the different pieces. So when I watched it again, I was like, yeah, we could have spent some more time here. This would have been great. Um, you know, and I think to your point, both y'all's point, no one ever really grows. And even once they start to grow, he did some type true crimey type flash forward type story stuff in the third act. I was like, you haven't earned any of this shit. I'm sorry, but I don't like the titties on the back scene at the end either. I just don't feel like I don't feel like that was earned at all. Also, I feel like it was just a weird moment in the film. That's, I just didn't that's, understand. That's your weird moment in this. That's your weird moment. Yeah, you. You're, yes, in a film where I'm watching them eat people, that actually is the weird moment. I was like, wait, why is she sitting on the beach with this nigga? She just ate her titties on his back. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, you, I'm, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm all out. You know what? He's right. Because I'm, you know what? Because like, what I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Because that's at the very end of the film, right? And I saw that, and I was like, "Is she topless?" And I'm just like, and it, "I'm not gonna lie, bro." It, and you know what? It, it wasn't until Brandon just re- reminded me of it, but it's like it threw me off too. I was like, "Nigga, why is she topless?" Like, no, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I know why she's topless. He, <laughs> Timothy wanted Taylor's. Yeah, he wanted them. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, listen. He wanted them. He wanted them titties on his back. I get that, but it's he like wanted back. he wanted titties on his back. But it's like I'm, I'm watching for going like, 
Like, where'd that come from? <laughs> it was not an artistic direction at all. It does not fit anywhere in this story. No, maybe, the, maybe, maybe we're supposed to think the lesson she's learned is to take her shirt off before she eats so she has something to put back on. Sully told her that, though. So I don't, you know, you know what? Actually, no, Sully didn't take his shirt off either because he had all that blood on his thing and it's tidy whitey. So if they were going to do that, he it should be He took his overclothes off, not his drawers. Yeah, but he did. Which doesn't make sense. sense. If I'm that like, was the way they were going to end it, if that was the whole, like, this is when, when when it's bones and all, you end up with titties on your back. They should have yeah. just called this titties and all this. Titties like, there was no I reason. I hate you so much. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, you're cold, fired. Cold, cold, you're, you're fired. Call the, like, the, 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 the titty meat. <laughs> you should have called the titty meat, yo. <laughs> what? Oh, I hate God. you so much. Just... Both y'all are fired. <laughs> Why do we just I hate this. I hate that I even... I'm sorry, because I like Taylor Russell so much. And like she, we met her, and she's so nice, and she's such a good actor. And mm-hmm. again, I'm tired. I'm actually tired of them casting her as a child because that child, like 31, at this point, I really want them to cast. Is her. she already that grown? Is, oh yes, yes. That child is grown. You can look at her body. That shape. child is grown. That she's a full grown woman. I've always noticed that about her. I was like, they keep casting her. Yeah, she's she 28. Yeah, he's right. He, she's, yeah, she damn she's she damn she, 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 right. She damn near, she damn near was, 30. I was, so, I mean, when I was watching Lost in Space, I was like, that is not a child. That is a grown black woman. And then when I saw her again in Waves and she was in the hallway with them other high school girls, I was like, nope. She, she looks like a grown black woman. Yeah. She has the features of a grown black woman. She's 21 Jump Street teenager. Mm-hmm. They keep casting her in these roles because she ages so fucking well. Well, that's that's like the uh, the the black she chicken. Um, it's like the black chicken. Uh, the woman king. When I was just like, this that is a child, and Rose oh. was like, no, nah, she's like thirty four. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you were so. <laughs> mad. I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so angry. So angry. It's like she's clearly seventeen in the film. That's fucking ridiculous. Like this, this is this is where the black doesn't crack shit. This is where the black don't crack shit hurts us. Because I'm like. This is ridiculous, yeah. right? She it's is like she's fifteen. A lot of people are right. like, we should nominate her for youth performance. Right? I'm, I'm like, like, she like ten years past the youth. I'm, performance. Right? I'm like, no. she's fifteen years old in the film. That is a child, and they're like, well, the actress is actually forty two, and you're just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know, it's just well, it's I, I, not I get like, it. Well, yeah, you do yeah. it for her. This is why. And what I think what what also made me kind of upset about this was I was watching this film and I went and looked at the critic reviews, and they're mostly like like high praise. I'm thinking, but God, I hope this film does well in the box office because I want Taylor to get her moment on screen finally that she deserves. And I'm not sure she's going to get it once this film hits the general audience. I'm not sure. I I don't know. Maybe this will be received like the same way Twilight is. Maybe they wanted to turn Bones and All into a five-film series. I don't think so. And that's that's not... I I don't think... think so, I don't think I, this is. A, I don't think this is. A, this is definitely an Oscar. This is, a, this is an Oscar bait film. I think they're going to get the Romeo and Juliet crowd, and I think that that's going to hold. Yeah, this is. I a, hope so. This is this is an Oscar bait film. Like this is this is not a general audience film. Definitely isn't because it's one of those things that hits a general audience. What they're going to they're going to they're going to react worse than we are. We can at least see the the method behind the madness in this and jo- and, and crack the jokes and things like that. This is not a general audience film. It's not. This this is this is one it's of those not. ones. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and I think that's fine. I think that's fine for that. Um, like I said, it's just one of those things that I think, and I think that might be also my problem too. It's like it could have been like 
you know, Roy, you and I have talked about this, and Brandon, you've been on some of these reviews this year. It's like this has been the year of the disappointing film, the film that could have been so much more, you know, but wasn't. And so there's all this talk about you know blockbuster films and the digital cinema things like that, and what real cinema is. And I'm like, okay, cool, but when y'all get the real cinema films and things like that, y'all still been disappointing this year because y'all 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 don't go in. And get into it. And honestly, they're like this film where it's like you drop the ball in the middle. Like you, you have a great opening and, and ending. You have a great concept. You have a great cast. You have a cast that honestly, because let's be honest here. If it wasn't for Taylor Russell, if it wasn't for um, Mark Rayless, if it wasn't for Timothy Chalamet, um, this film would just be. It, it, we we we'd be talking. We probably wouldn't even be talking about the film, right? Their performances, I think, outperform the script of this film. And it's what carries this film and which makes it even more interesting. If you didn't have those, we wouldn't even be talking about this film right now. And it's like... That's what they're banking on. And, I'm, not, I'm, I'm telling you, you don't know guys, the, and I, I swear no, to God. No, I know. And I know they are. hit it on and, the head. Right. And I know they they're are, but I'm saying the that... the Twilight crowd. Right. And I, and I, I don't... I, maybe. Well, and, and maybe they are. But, like, to me, like, that's been a thing this year. Like, where it's basically been lazy filmmaking... That what was the other film we watched, bro? That was like that. That was, oh, it was the film with um Amsterdam. Amsterdam was like that. We were like interesting concept that literally only survives because the cast literally outperforms everything you can. They pour you everything into the film, and right, and you, and you still and it still doesn't and it still it still it still falls short. But imagine if the cast wasn't doing what they did, it would be even worse. And there's just so many films this year where I feel this, right? Where it's just like, if you didn't have this cast or you didn't have this actor or actress, your film would be trash. And to me, that is, is a problem. Because you should be able to, if your script is, is good enough, if your, your, your actors and actresses are competent enough, so be able to close the deal. But a lot of these films, they can't, and you're literally surviving on the performances where they're just outperforming everything that's put in front of them. And, and to me, this is another one of those films like, and it just, and it shouldn't be that way. Cause this is a layup. This is such a layup film yeah. you can make. And it just, it's just boring in the middle. <laughs> it's because they want to, I think, I think this is weird. And I think it, again, I'm kind of stuck on something you said earlier, B. Where you're like, I didn't learn anything. Nobody grew. I firmly believe this, and I think it more is a thing when you're dealing with a male director and writer than sometimes with women, uh, unless the woman is not of color. They don't think that you're supposed to really have actual growth. But when you have a movie this slow and you keep your characters stuck in amber, it's noticeable when you don't have any growth in the story or the people, and you can't do both. Like the only the only story arc that's got people who grow, it's Mark Rylance, and we don't see him often enough. So, but so I think, but I do honestly think that they're going after. I don't mean specifically like the Twilight crowd because that's some old people now, but I think that that's the vibe that they're going for. I think it's why you get some of the mild manneredness that you get because they think they need to be more delicate about things. I think that's why you get a lot of lingering looks. <laughs> and ridiculous commiseration over songs juxtaposed to, you know, mm. whole ass eating a person and then going in somebody's house and listening to their music 
because they think that's what a teenager would do. You just murdered a whole ass man. You're not trying to let his neighbors know you're in his house. And if you've managed to keep yourself alive as long as Lee has, Lee would know better. But, but he does they don't... know better on. That's the thing. They make his character know better when it's convenient. Right. And that's the problem. Again, you can't slow pace. We, but I mean, the place dies at the end of the first act. And you're right. It doesn't pick up until two minutes into the third act. The whole middle part of this movie is slow. And if you're not all caught up in your, you know, Timothy Taylor vibe and, and there's a moment that there's a break in the score or a weird needle drop, you're going to start noticing some of this thinness. But mm-hmm. the, 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 the demo that they're going for this for this movie isn't. Like, so the horror movie parts work, but there aren't enough of them. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a, that's and a, a pointless romance is still always pointless. I'm sorry. You brought up a good even, point. You, you brought up a good point, too. I think that's the other thing that... that it didn't disappoint me because I, I wasn't expecting it, right? Because I, I, had, I, I had no expectation. I came into this film like Idris Elba in the Drift. I had no expectations, right? I brought nothing. Um, I, I, when it fil- after the beginning of the film, I was like, oh, wait, so this could be, we could get some horror elements. And because I didn't expect it, I wasn't as disappointed that I really didn't get them like, I, like, like we could have. But it's another one of those mo- those moments of a missed opportunity where it's like this could have actually gone horror, and they didn't. And again, I think that's just a, I think that's another thing of they went for Oscar bait here. And when you do Oscar bait, you don't want to do horror just because there's a you know people talk about the bias against comic movies. Like- the bias against horror is just absolutely absurd. But see, I'm gonna hold it against Luca because he did Suspiria, man. No, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I also felt some. But he leaned too much. Call me by your name. This yeah. movie has the same problem that I felt. Call me by your name has the middle part is boring. <laughs> the middle part is too slow. Oh, that whole thing um, is kind of boring. Uh, okay. That this works better because they had more solid, grounded actors yeah. whom you started seeing through the thinness of the character <laughs> to what they brought to the character. Wait, so hold again, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, lucky. you know the funny thing about call me by your name because is it? It's Timothy. Wait, wait, yeah, but it's also got it's also got an actual cannibal in it, an army hammer. So, no, <laughs> no, because when you said that, I just was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You could have direct consultation you on your mm, Wait, you could have. Is army? Ha- I know he's a little. I'll talk to him right now, but maybe he should have been executive producer on this film because you know. We're talking about cannibalism, you know. I'm just saying. He could have just been a consultant. He's, 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 he's literally in his bag on that one. So, yeah, because as soon as you said that, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize Luke, he directed that because I did not like that fucking film. Um, but which it, one? The, the call, you call me by, by your name. Yeah. It's just, oh, it, I didn't even watch. I, I, I started. I started watching it. I also felt very, very um creepy about it. Cause I, you know, I think Timothy that he was 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 older by that again because he looks like. 12 but like the I way that care, film, man the, he's yeah. playing someone who has a one in front of their age who's smashing someone who has yeah it was very three? right and 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 the way that that the way that they talked about that film i was like so we're not gonna talk about it. and they were just like oh it's a love story i'm like um nope. it's a <laughs> it's a predatory right <laughs> what and that's yep. i just completely threw me off but again so outside of that though when you said that i was like wait a minute i know who's in that film he's a he's got cannibalism charges like 
Wait, we got it. You're not leaning on that? Like, I'm sorry. I, I use that for promotion. You want you want to get some numbers on this film? <laughs> I hate you so Dude, much. I think it's the screenwriter, though. I'm just saying. Do you know, I mean, I don't know this. Hmm. I I know he did Suspiria, but I think that he's responsible for the parts that I didn't like in them more than adaptation away from the original. I think this guy just can't land the plane. It's not, not but it's, but, it's not, but it's not landing the plane. It's actually the it's the it's the middle part of the plane ride that's boring. Right, that's the part he can't right, do. The problem he is can take he off how to land. build the characters. Yeah. He got lucky with the actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I saw, I saw a, a friend of mine describe it as everybody's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, and the vibe is cool. Yeah, but the vibe yeah, can only take a, you so far. Yeah, this is this is really one of those films that's surviving solely on vibing. Well, no, if everybody's a vibe, what the fuck in this film are they vibing to? Vibes, man. Vibes. <laughs> you just vibes. Vibes. <laughs> Duh. Oh, bitch. Right. Is vibes the new hippie? Yes. We just, we just, you gotta vibe, man. If you're not vibing, then you're not gonna get it. Come on. So why is this? Why is this fucking cannibal kid obsessed with Kiss? I don't know, man. Because uh, why is he obsessed isn't the movie with supposed Kanye? to be set during the time period? Oh, that's why. Because like, yeah, it's set. It's set. It's technically set in the Reagan era and things like that. So it is like the eighties. Uh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, and that's, that's the other thing too. It's like. I I think I knew that because I think again the the, the sleeve of the film the 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 film they sent us actually has a better like synopsis than this does. It's supposed to be the Reagan era, and you can kind of pick up on that because there's also the thing that. But again, those moments are too subtle, right? If you're not really paying attention, yeah. you don't you miss them. So there's a whole bunch of things. There's on actually the, a title the, card at the beginning that says like 1980 something. Right. There's a title card. Well, there's a, but again, if you if you blink, you miss it, right? And but but more importantly, there's the um. There's the radio, and then there's the the news clipping. So they show throughout. Oh, are also supposed to be adding those in there. And again, those are and moments. The TV. That, that's what I'm saying. The, the the TV clippings, right? It's like those are the things that are supposed to, to to hit you on the idea of the time period. And that's also supposed to be shaping what some of these things are. It's like you you have to pick up on that. And it's like I think those are, again the moments that are just they're trying to be too cute, and they're like, oh the audience will get it. And I'm like. Yeah, but what happens if they don't? What happens if they miss it? Right? Then a lot of the things you're trying to you're you're trying to build on, the audience has missed that cue, and so therefore you can't, right? It's just Yeah. I just wish they played more into figuring out whether um Marin's uh slightly dissociative affect was because she's a full ass psychopath (laughs) and an eater. Because I don't think it's just the fact that she was an eater that drew Mark Rylance to her, Sully. And I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I I I I wish I wish they had gone more into you know her having to figure out how to navigate things when her dad wasn't there to just help her run from the consequences of the fact she ate somebody. And she blocked it out. So to be, to again, fair, these are things be, that you could have missed. I, to, I completely fair, missed she, she that their somebody. explanation of her not knowing what was going on it was because she blocked out all the times that she ate people. To be fair, she didn't eat somebody that time. She just nibbled on a finger. And realized she wasn't <laughs> supposed to do that and ran and went home to her daddy. Right. That girl phone was hanging out her finger oh, and it moved. Yeah. I was she like, ate moved me. And then I realized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't realize. 
But I think one of the most grotesque things in here, and this is one of these movies that I feel like for a lot of people, it's going to feel like it's bloodier and more grotesque than it actually is on screen. Like uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre that everybody swears them down as the bloodiest movie ever. Mm -hmm. Because Andre Holland as Frank, her father, his description of her eating the babysitter, Mm -hmm. his description of her at camp. I wish we had gotten more than just those disjointed flashbacks where they zeroed in on everything being hazy and then his face. That's the movie I had hoped we were getting because that's what they first offered me. But they confused me with those flashback scenes too because they had me thinking, wait, is he an eater too? Because they're making it seem like he was doing some dirty shit. Well, that and that's the thing too. It's like, wait a minute. What, what was... Like, yeah, there was some stuff Never in there. Capitalized. Again, yep, they didn't until you're just like, okay, <clears throat> fine, fuck it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, man, but maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe this film needed James Cameron to not edit out all those scenes that we wish were still in the movie. Yeah, no, no, maybe no. This, this film has the opposite problems that Avatar does. I know we have. I know Ro hasn't seen it yet, but it's it's like one of the film. This this film could have not edited out those scenes, and then one film could have edited out a lot of scenes, and like the five <laughs> endings that this film. Had to I have. mean. I would rather go to a movie and like the vibe than just be talking like y'all talking how we are apparently going to be talking next week about that movie. Yay. No, you're not even ready. Trust me. You're not. I did. I bought edibles. I'm just going to go and look at the pretty lights. I I will say, I will say the one thing these, I I will say one of the, the the thing these Wolfie films share is it's 9 PM. Do you know where your kids are at? And you'll get, and you'll, and you'll, and you'll, and you'll, and you'll get that when you see Avatar. Just like it's constantly going like, where are your kids? What are you doing? Do you know what your kids are doing? What do you know what your kids are doing? Do you know what your kids are doing right now? Go find your kids. Go find your kids. Sigourney Weaver. They're mature. Go find. Go find. Go find your kids. Go find your kids. Go find your kids. Go find your kids. Yeah. And also, find when you find your kids. When you find them, you teach them how to fight. Please go find your kids. Go please. I would like to know why it is we didn't get to see you. At any point in time where it looked like somebody was confidently knowing what they were doing throughout the entire portion of what's going in this. Like, are you just rolling up on some white lady's house and asking her if she your mama mama? No, but but that makes sense. So actually, those things right there made sense to me because like this is a this is a child in Marin who's been sheltered by who was been sheltered by her father the entire life as he moves from place to place. Hasn't really told her, and has only left her with a cassette tape of, here's the truth about you. Go forth, young child. You got it on your own. I'm actually surprised she was as competent as she was. To be perfectly honest with you, I'm actually surprised. I, I was actually surprised by her competence. I thought she was going to be way worse, and, and, and maybe that's also the thing that is a failure of the movie. I thought she was going to be way more socially awkward than she was. Because why I would she... Competent that word at first, and I was like, she is not competent. But no, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, confident. Yeah, it's like yeah, confident. confident. Yeah, I, I, I would have, I, yeah, and and I thought she was going to be way worse, and she wasn't, right? So even that moment there where she does that, and you're like, you shouldn't have done that. Like that makes sense because like that actually made sense to me. I'm like, she would do that because she doesn't have the social awareness. She doesn't understand right she doesn't understand what the hornet she's, she's opening up and she's just desperate to try to find her mom it made sense to me that she would just roll up to that house and do that but then to me it was also like she also understood what not to say which i'm like but she wouldn't she wouldn't know that 
she wouldn't know to do that. So it's just, it's a very weird that's thing. The how they, imbalance. I mean, right, the imbalance. right. Like they really wanted us to believe that, like she had enough of a gut to know that even though Sully was offering her good information that she didn't have, it's not mm-hmm. a good idea to stay with Sully. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. then also turns around and she never really interrogates Lee. Mm-hmm. But he's giving way more verbal clues that something about him ain't right. You know what I mean? But yeah. suddenly she ain't... It, so yeah, it was just the imbalance. But I mean, Taylor played it right. I just... Yeah, it's a road movie that doesn't know what to do with its stops. And some of the stops were really interesting, and I wish we had stayed at them longer. Other stops were too long. And you're right. I mean, Chloe Savignon stole the hell out of the third act. That was just disturbing. He did. And it's two minutes of it. It's, it's, it's her and Mark. And them back titties from a distance. A really far away, so dreamy much. distance. You are really stuck on her. I don't know why they put that scene in the film, bro. I really don't. And I would love to ask them what was the point. Maybe she that. just wanted to sit out with the titties out. I feel, but see, I feel like okay now, and actually now, the more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm I feel offended for Taylor that they put that scene in the film because there really is no reason for it. There's literally no reason for her to be sitting with her titties on his back after she's eaten him. There's no reason for that scene. To to be fair, maybe we have it wrong. Maybe she wanted Chalamet's back on her titties. I can't stand either one of you. I'm just saying. I, I would you'd have to ask a woman that was. I've never heard. I've never been in that conversation. Not seeing the days of bathroom talk. How does it, how does it feel to have your titties on a on a soft male back? I'm telling you, man. When I was sitting on the couch and then that nigga sat down in front of me and put his back, his strong back on my what titties? soft titties. I'm just saying. Was, you know, oh I God. don't. I'm just saying. I'm never just saying. Heard. We need we need to be fair and we need to ask the questions because I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's maybe that's an enjoyable thing. I'm just saying, you know, let's be fair here I'm, and not be biased. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna just saying. Just maybe write in and explain to us uh, if there is a such thing as back to titty love. Yeah, you know, maybe it's time. You sitting there and your titties are just hurting. And you're just like, if I only had a soft back you to know, rest your titties on. I just want my date back on these. Yeah, I just you know. <laughs> You know what? Can I can I just say this one thing, just just real quick? Uh, you know what? You know what? Because this is not going behind the paywall. Because I think this is just too good. Um, I'm changing. Oh, I'm changing. I'm changing mine again. Uh, I miss y'all guys. Like as busy as I get, I miss talking to y'all about these movies. So <laughs> I miss this. I was tired of shit before I came on. But you know what? Oh, I need this. I need you know. There's nothing but talking about some some back titties. friends. <laughs> I hope Taylor, um, I, like, I hope Taylor either never hears this review because I respect her acting so much. I hate that they put this scene in this film of her the way they did it. I really I mean, do. I'm relatively certain wanted it. that it's a flashback. I'm Fox. relatively certain it's just out of order. And we are being ridiculous. But no, we saw that scene, though. We saw it, and they didn't, she didn't have her shirt off. So it's like, did she just take her shirt off at that time, during that time? Because we remember when they were out in the field and they were talking. And she had a shirt on, so then they decided one time it's just all of a sudden she takes her shirt off, but he leaves. Her, like I just, I'm, I'm, I, I'm. It's literally the it's just, last shot of the film. Yeah. Like they were trying to say something. Clearly, what they were trying to say is, 
back titty love. That's yes. what that's what the message of the film is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to put your titties yeah. down on somebody's back on the it's, beach. Now all I need is somebody to like make you know a song called Back Titty Love with the same beat as Computer Love, and I think we'd be good. You know. Oh my God, dear God, why did you have to say that out loud? I, I'm, I'm just kind of I'm kind of feeling this. Let me holler at some people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this might have to happen. Lord, Back Titty Love. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know. Um, <laughs> I think it's time to go ahead and end. Oh wait, we didn't. We, did we even now, really? Now, I don't even we, know. Did we even tell them what this movie was supposed to be about? I, it's, I about, it's about cannibals, about it. it's about cannibals, we, we, we it's about love, and it's about back titties, and that's what it's about. Back and titties, not back titties. The back titties are something totally different. Titty backs, that's what I'm sorry. It's, it's Back titties are different than titty backs, so we just gotta be, be clear. It's about her cannibals. Her real one. She beat her own hands so mm-hmm. she couldn't grab on the people that eat their hands. That's just yeah. crazy. So, um, are, we, are we giving a uh, score on this? Are we? Absolutely not. I okay. don't think we can. Okay, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, you know what? I, if you try, what would you score this, Chris? What would you score this? Seven titty backs, seven titty backs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I just want to know if you, if you put your titties on somebody's back, do you want the back to be warm or cold, and do you want the titties to be warm or cold? Like, how does that work? What's the chemistry here? Why how do we break? Why would you? Why? Why would? You, why would you put your titties on a cold back? I don't know, bro. I don't have titties to put on somebody. Right. Yo, We only have the back. We don't have the titties, so we we can I, only ask I'm questions. I'm not doing that. That sounds unfunny to me. <laughs> Freeze your titties off. Like, 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 I don't know. Maybe you in New York and your AC don't where you're like, oh, it's so like, <laughs> If that's <laughs> your option, you would have just done. New York niggas would oh come put God. his call back on my titties. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> hey, yo, B, let me holler at your back. <laughs> like, I don't know. That doesn't work. There's, that doesn't just, work. there's no hope. Like, do you do a walk of shame after that? Like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> And who does it? Is it the person with the yeah, titties on the like back or the back I'm with the titties? I'm not telling nobody. I'm not doing a walk of shame, but I'm fuck on my business. You be getting to college. I'm putting my back on big titties all semester. <laughs> what? What are you talking about, bro? You could have minor in that. I'm minor in titty back. <laughs> Now all I can see is just like you sliding inappropriately through doorways, sideways with with your back bitches. Uh, <sighs> you know, you just get you just get a couple of shirts that, that like like the shirts on the front, but they got they got little holes on the Yo, back just for the titties. Where your nipples go on the back? <laughs> Yo, you're going to hell. Uh, <laughs> oh, rest here. I have to honestly say, I think this is the most ridiculous end of a review we've ever done. But I enjoy it so much. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. I mean, this review ended as ridiculous as that shot in that film. It did, it, though. It, no it did. Sense. Yeah. Um, okay. I just so. blocked that out. And now I'm never uh, going to be able to do that again. She was so full after eating all of him that she daydreamed about putting her titties on his back or vice versa. Again, well, because we technically know. she could never do it again because, you know, well. You know, she ate from watching that film. She hadn't done it before either. Right. Mm-hmm. Missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. Tiddity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Maybe folks. She just wanted to have her titties out. <sighs> you know, somebody she got to have them by herself. 
You know what? You know what? You know what? The idea here, because remember, Sully dried off, so maybe this is a way of uh, drying off her mind with her titties out. With the yeah, no, I'm trying here. I'm trying here. I'm trying here. So, um, all right, folks. Uh, we have more reviews that are going to be coming about all these lovely, lovely uh, review season, uh, uh, award season films that we have to talk about. So, um, I got questions. Stay tuned for more. Yes, is one of the movies we're gonna do Babylon? Did y'all watch it? Do they send it to us, or are they or are they giving us a screener for it? Are they, oh no, are they I going... went. I went. I was in a movie. I want to. I want to see it, but I don't Do know you? if I got. Oh, maybe not then. So the way you say it that way, then look. I, no, I not. just. I want the movie. I, there's a lot of cocaine in the movie. Well, now you're making me want to go see it. I mean, I just want. I, if we're talking about cocaine, I want to go see cocaine. It's just like or it's grizzly just... or whatever. It does a lot of cocaine. Oh yeah, I missed the screener. It was actually today. <laughs> so yeah. Was it today? Yeah. yeah, it was today. But it was in White Marsh or in AMC Georgetown, both places that I was not trying to drive to. I'm mean, not today, it was I'm yesterday. Not... Today's Thursday, right? So it was yesterday. Both of those were places I was not, not trying to drive to, so yeah, no. So fair enough. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, um, don't watch Empire of Light. Damn it, I was oh. gonna watch it tonight. I wasn't planning on it, so... Mm -mm. Okay. There's no reason for that movie to exist. There's no reason for you to see it. Just, I love Olivia Coleman. Uh, the black man in there puts up a respectable... The movie is trash. It's another... Oh, yeah. It's another nostalgia film. There was another film, film I saw. I kind of felt the same way. I don't, I can't, I don't even remember. That's how bad it is. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, I'ma just I'ma just tell I don't you. Know. Now. What is I don't know. What is what is the one with Tilda Swinton? Uh, the okay. Eternal Daughter? Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Hmm. I sent it to like, my house. It's in my living room. I'm not doing it. I don't like click I don't like Oscar bait films that are insanely predictable. Like insanely predictable from the very beginning of the film. It's like, oh, I know what this is. Okay. Um, but that's so many movies this season. Mm-hmm. That is for this whole film. Like, even Bones and All is kind of predictable once you catch what it's going to be. You know she's going to find her mama. Mm-hmm. You know she's never going to see her daddy again. You know something. Nope. Tra- again. And you, <laughs> you know Mark you know, will try to eat her. You like, know Mark, you know Sully going to pop back up at inopportune moments and shit going to get real. You know, st- you know something. You know, she gonna be in love with Lee because that's how they pitch it. Oh you know, because every like, girl follows a boy out of a store and then watches him hop over a wall looking like, you know, Vlad the Impaler just walked in from battle and asks for a ride. Mm-hmm. Like, like even even as much as I like Bones and all, I'm not pretending like the movie is perfect. I'm I'm heavily overlooking flaws. But, like, on the real, it's predictable. It's super predictable. Like when her dad was like, "Got to move again." I was like, "That nigga does not look like he has enough money to ever have to move again with her." He leaves it. <laughs> I was like, "He's gone." When he, I when, as soon as he's like, "It's your birthday soon," I'm like, "How old is she gonna be?" Because I feel like you' about to deadbeat dad and shit. Oh no! It's just a lot of these things. That's why I'm being particular about what I'm watching at this point. Because if I look at it and it looks like something. 
I've seen before, like the last seven years of Oscar. I, I, I'll make it. I'll make it simple for you guys. Um, because something you wanted us to watch anyway, and we and we missed them. So I'm definitely doing X and Pearl next. So yeah. oh, I did those to... already. I did yeah, those we first. we haven't talked. We haven't talked about I'm, them. Right, right. I haven't. I, we haven't talked oh, about okay. them. So I, I, well, Mia Goth is getting like yeah, yeah. best actress for her for the end of Pearl. For me, just for the end. Yeah. So we, right, we, that monologue. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll, no, we'll, the so... end credit scene. After oh. she does her last thing, and so, she's just standing there trying to smile. So yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll talk about those next. We'll we'll let's we'll, do that. We'll do those next. So. Um, doing them together, we'll, or are we doing them separate? Uh, we'll figure it out. No, that's too far. And then, out. um, what's the name? Was good. Nanny was good. I like the nanny. Yeah, Love I have nanny. that. Um, did that anybody watch? What was it? The um, Banshees of Insurina. I love that movie. So, yeah, so I have that on my okay. list too. I'm gonna watch. I have that. Um, we never did because we. Were, I think you wanted to talk about it, but we never did. Was it? Was it men? Oh my god! Yeah, men. we never we never talked men. about that. So I want to do that. Um, as I know. Long as it's a spoiler chat, I'm there. Yeah, yeah. We never, yeah, we never talked bad. about everything, everywhere, all at once. We never talked about that, so we'll do that. Um, for tonight. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's getting watched. The first yeah, time. yeah. So when you watch it tonight, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, I love that. Movie. So we'll do that. So we we'll have we'll have several ones that we're gonna do. So I'm I'm watching several tomorrow. Um, and even after we vote for for Wafka, then uh, Ren and I vote for Wafka. We're we're still, we'll still have plenty more. Like, there's a shit ton of movies that got sent to me. Um, I will say one thing. For I want to end this. Shout out to Monkey Monkey Paul Entertainment and and Jordan Peele. Thank you for sending the Blu-ray. You're the only for one. Nope. Send the, yeah, the, I got two of them actually. Send the Blu-ray. Thank you. Thank you. Just, just I got this, one for Woman just, King. Just I got the but that, Nick that, Cage but that, was movie. That, was that a Blu-ray? I think that was a DVD, though. So I'm like... Oh, uh, there's a code in there for the 4K Blu-ray. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Like, thank you, guys. It is 2022. Stop sending us DVDs and send us Blu-rays or 4K. Like, let's, let's get with the fucking time. Oh, so thank you. And if you're going to send the DVD, send the code yeah. like they did Hold for on. Woman King. In their defense. In their fucking defense. It's not like these Oscar films are Avatar, okay? Like some of them look like they. Oh no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, so, but for the I ones really, that for the ones that are though, send the goddamn Blu-ray, right? Like, nah, you're, honestly, honestly, Paramount, uh, go ahead, go ahead and send that uh, that Top Gun, yo. Go ahead, you're not gonna win, you're not gonna win. I'm but go ahead, watch it anyway. But go, but go ahead and send that, go ahead and send that Top Gun. Just go ahead and do it. Go, go ahead, and, go ahead and send me that Listen, Top Gun for you free. Know what? They may actually take some. Um... They may not. They may not. They may actually take ensemble inside. That's what I'm saying. Just, just go in. Go in. So I don't know. Go in. Send me the. Go in and send me the Top Gun. You know. Let's go ahead and sweep the deal. They need to send a high quality one because they want. They need. They should right. be nominated I'm for. Just, I'm just saying. Right. So send, send, the nominations send, for sound and visuals. Right. And everything so let's go else. ahead. And, like so, I'm looking. I'm. I'm. I'm looking forward. at. The, I'm just saying. Let's come on. We're getting close to the time. Send me that. Send me that Blu-ray. Let's get with the yeah, times, Paramount. Let's go. But so. if you're buying these things, I am going to tell you, it's worth the purchase. If you have a solid system, no, no, I, no. Here's the thing: if, if they don't send it to me, I am definitely buying Top Gun. So, um, yeah, you, and buy everything everywhere all at once. It's yeah. worth. Oh, yeah. the I'm purchase. just again, I'm waiting. But if it is as amazing as everyone has been talking about, I'm going to end up buying it. Yeah, so. in 4K. So, <laughs> like yeah, I just. Yeah. So. Uh, um, I've been waiting for them all year, and I've just been patiently waiting. Yep. I I'm glad you're watching it. I I it's been killing me that we have not gotten to talk about it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a, there's gonna be a lot of backlog that we didn't get to talk about earlier this year. 
of films. Like when they sent X and Pearl, I was like, great. I know you asked us to talk about those. So anyway, let's wrap this up. Uh, again, folks, movie trailer reviews, stay tuned. Movie trailer reviews and MTR Premium Network because we are probably going to put some of those on spoiler reviews, especially the, the films that came out earlier in the year. So X, Pearl, uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is probably going to be there on, on spoiler reviews. But then some of the newer ones we might just put did on. Did y'all spoil Woman King? Oh, we didn't. Oh. So we can actually do Woman King too. We can we can we can go back I and do. I think we need to do Woman King because Chris just keeps a lot of things go into detail. Yeah, so we I just gonna... want to talk about how Lashana Lynch deserves a Best Supporting Actress nomination. That's one hundred percent. Yeah, we can do that. So, all right. But, I mean, I know you were saying we were pulling, we were pulling lots more stuff behind the paywall. I would love to have some more, like we do a whole awards run behind the paywall. Yeah, we can do that. And then we can really get into these things. We got time, because, because again, time. even though they have us voting now, their award season is going to yeah, be still a few more, few more months. I'm not, I can't watch all that stuff right now. Yeah, and it's, it's not happening, so. Oh, we got plenty of time, so. All right, folks. But, right, I, mean, uh, I mean, we're in a perfect position. We yeah, have we seen, everybody yeah. always bitches about not knowing about nothing before yeah. the award, so. like the Oscars and the and Golden Globes. Let's do a run. Yeah, we will, so. All right. Uh, again, make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews and stay tuned. We got obviously you hear us talk about behind the scenes stuff. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. So if you want to hear more, and you want to hear more about back titties, uh, go ahead. Oh, titty back. Sorry. <gasps> uh, just make sure you guys subscribe. Till next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs> yeah.